This is FM News 101 KXL. It is Portland's Morning News. Good morning to you. I'm Veronica Carter. And I am Brett Recamp. Thanks so much for being with us on this Monday. It is 8.03. Portland police are investigating an overnight shooting. Officers responded to the shooting at 1 this morning and found a woman dead. Happened at Southwest College Street and 6th Avenue at Portland State University. Police have not released any details about the victim or suspect information. The trial of the wife of a beloved culinary teacher starts today. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds reminds us of some of the details of this case. Nancy Brophy was a romance novelist. In 2011, she wrote an essay entitled How to Murder Your Husband. Daniel Brophy got to the Oregon Culinary Institute around 7.20 on June 2nd, 2018. He was the only person in the building at the time. A co-worker discovered his body. He'd been shot twice, once in the chest and in the back. As detectives continued to investigate the case, they found information that indicates Nancy Brophy could have killed Daniel for insurance money. She had several life insurance policies on him, totaling more than one and a half million dollars. The trial is expected to last about four weeks. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Well, you're going to have to take precautions if you own a car because of thieves. We have that story from KXL's Annette Newell. They're quick, they're easy, and they're targeted. Catalytic converter thefts have skyrocketed over the past two years, not just in Portland, across the country. Those thieves so bold that Oregon lawmakers passed a new law trying to make it harder to sell the stolen parts, which have valuable precious metals in them like platinum and palladium, driving those thefts. The law went into effect in January, so it's too early to tell if it's having any impact. Since January, though, there have been more than 5,600 thefts of car parts or accessories across Portland. Oregon Live notes hotspots like the Buckman neighborhood, the Hollywood District near Northeast Halsey and Sandy Boulevard, Hayden Airport, Northwest Portland, and the South Waterfront. Annette Newell, FM News 101. It's now 8.05. You may soon be asked whether the way Portland is governed should change. The city's Charter Commission has agreed to move forward with three major changes that may be on the ballot this November. KXL's Zachary Barnes explains. Len Bergstein is a longtime political analyst with Northwest Strategies in Portland and says following a turbulent past couple of years, on top of growing issues with homelessness, policing, and more people feeling they aren't being heard, things are ripe for change. And this group has done really very impressive job of researching the the best practices around the country. We've got unprecedented voter frustration and anger with the way government operates now. The uh, civic uh, uh, crises that we've had have exposed the, uh, the weaknesses in our current form. A final draft will be voted on in June, but right now the commission is proposing ranked choice voting, creating a 12-member city council divided by districts, and having that council focus on policy while the mayor runs day-to-day operations with the help of a city manager. Bergstein sees pros and cons of each of those. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101. $30 million is heading to Oregon to ease the pain of those struggling to make ends meet. We have that story from KXL's Jeremy Scott. Congressman Kurt Schrader helped secure the funding through the Department of Energy's Weatherization Assistance Program. The Biden administration awarded the funding, which will help retrofit homes by installing insulation, updating heating and cooling systems, upgrading electrical appliances to keep homes warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer and use less energy. Congressman Kurt Schrader says it will lower utility bills, reduce energy usage, and create good-paying jobs for Oregonians. The program has benefited more than 4,400 Oregon households since 2010. Jeremy Scott, FM News 101. 
And now it's time for weather. And joining us live is KGW meteorologist Joe Ranieri. Good morning, Joe. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, good. We, uh, I'm fresh off of vacation. He's a week ago. He was fresh off of vacation. Which is, <laughs> in other words, it's been forever. Yeah, words, yeah, yeah. We're already planning the next one. <laughs> However, our topic of the day, everybody's dealing with is apparently right now our, our travel nightmares, mostly uh, cancellations and disasters. So we get to ask you that. You ever run into any like little nightmare trying to get to and from? You know, one of the it, it wasn't that bad, but I was uh, flying to uh, my wife's cousin's wedding in Denver, a beautiful wedding in Estes Park out, out there. And um, coming home, we got stuck. There was a, an issue with the plane; they had to have it uh, maintained, and a part of the equipment had to be flown in. So I spent the day at the Denver airport and just kind of hanging out. And what do you do at the airport? You eat and you you drink. And so I spent most of the day just kind of kicking back and having a few cocktails. So it wasn't. I haven't. I've been pretty lucky. Uh, I haven't traveled a lot over the last couple of years, of course, but uh, for the most part, I don't have any major nightmares where, you know, it, you lost your luggage or anything like that. What I about will, you guys? I will just say that Allegiant will be hearing from me today. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's no, no longer Allegiant to Allegiant. No, no. And, you know, the, the, the thing is, things like that happen. We all know that. But when right. they have zero bodies in customer service, either phone, Internet, or standing at the booth at the airport... That's where it gets a little frustrating. Yeah. So and, eat, eating and drinking at the Denver airport, that was probably pretty cheap, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, my mother-in-law, uh, fl- uh, you know, took care of the bill, so I felt pretty fortunate. But yeah, it uh, wasn't a, it wasn't a cheap trip, but it, it, <laughs> you know, talking about the customer service, it's frustrating to be on hold for an hour or two just to, you know, hear you know, I can't get to you right now. It exactly. is frustrating. I know they're going through a lot of stuff, you know, the, the strike and all that, but it's still, it's not easy. How yeah. about servicing our listeners with some customer service? What's the weather, Joe? Uh, we are looking at stormy conditions. I Before I came into the booth here, we we're looking at uh, some thunderstorms popping up uh, kind of throughout the coast range. They'll probably start to push in throughout southwest Washington in the next five, ten minutes or so near Longview and Kelso. Here locally, we're going to be seeing scattered showers and uh, some windy conditions the metro area is under a wind advisory until this evening. And you travel over the mountain passes. We've been talking about this all morning long. It's uh, in, it's incredible to see how much snow is in the forecast for the mountains. There's a winter storm warning in effect. I'm forecasting anywhere from 10 to 18 inches today, potentially another foot overnight. All right, Joe. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time today. That's KGW's Joe Ranieri right now in downtown Portland, 47 degrees.